Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 1 to 7. Today is a Sunday of activation of grace and impartation of grace. Activation of grace and what? Impartation of grace. There's nothing bigger in the life of a child of God than the grace of God. Because the grace of God is the divine enablement that takes over you and begins to achieve that which was not ordinarily possible. You could never achieve that with your human intelligence, with your certificates, with your qualifications. You could never achieve it. So the grace of God comes to take you from grass and put you on grace so that you can go higher. You are not hearing me. So the grace of God promotes you from where you were and puts you up. Hannah said, God taketh the poor from the dunghill. Do you know a dunghill? Dunghill? Let me use the Oceana language. He taketh the poor from the poor hill. Do you know poor? Uh-huh. But not just a little one, but a lot. It has made a hill. So God picks a person from there where it's stinking. You know, you can't tell the difference between the thing and the person who is in the thing. (laughs) But God picks that person, washes them, cleanses them, and puts a nice suit on them. And he puts a nice perfume. And they smell good. They look good. Amen. And God sets them up and puts them among kings. Amen. Among kings. So irrespective of your background, irrespective of the circumstances of your birth, I told you, some people when they are being born, they are paparazzis who come from everywhere in the whole world to camp outside the hospital to capture the photos of the mom when she's going into the hospital and when the baby is born. They wait there. They report every single day. We saw the Duke of Essexes. Here we are waiting. Oh, now we saw the little prince went to see the sister. (laughs) But some of when we were born, there was no paparazzi anywhere. We don't have any picture. Even even they even forgot your, your birth certificate. You are just a non-entity born into the world. But listen to me. When you meet grace, when you meet grace, your story changes. Oh, yes. Because the grace changes people's stories. I receive. Those who are nobodies, they become what? Somebody. I receive. Those who are hated, they become loved. I receive. Those who are rejected, they become accepted. Oh, yes. Those who are on the grass, they begin to ride on grace. Oh, yes. 
Say, that's my story. That's my story. Now you begin to achieve what you could never have achieved in your own ability. You begin to access those that you could never have accessed in your own ability. You begin to do what you could never have done in your own what? Ability. Because it is the divine enablement of God at work inside of you. That's what we call grace. So when we talk about activation of grace, is a realization that grace needs to be activated. Activation is that you bought a software. You download it in your what? Computer. And then they say activate it. We'll send you a code to your email. You take the code, put it in, and you press activate. The moment you press activate, what happens? The software becomes alive. You can begin to use it. It's like your phone, you've bought a brand new phone. You are setting it up. There has, there's a need for activation. So the grace of God also requires activation. This is what most Christians do not understand. They go on and they shall die like men. But I said you are gods. And all of you, children of the most high God. So a child of God is a dangerous person. But that dangerousness needs to be activated. Because unfortunately many churches, they preach stories every Sunday. So everyone in that church, they have become a story. Because they listen to too many stories. <laughs> I'm telling you, I gave an example of a seed. God works by the seed principle. If you take a seed, it doesn't matter how much potential the seed may have. If you put it somewhere nice, whether it's in the fridge, in the freezer, wherever you keep it, it will be there for eternity. Forever and ever. But if you take that same seed, you plant it in good soil, you are activating it. And then it germinates, and then it grows, bears the fruit, and it multiplies. And what you should never forget is you were released into this world with the ability to multiply. Now, if you were released into the world with the ability to multiply, it means the power of multiplication is within yourself. Oh, yes. It needs to be activated. So when you go to school, uh, daycare, whatever you call it, me, I was under a tree. I never went to a daycare. Daycare. What they do in your daycare, they begin to activate parts of your life. Dimensions of your life. So if they train you in a language, they activate the language portion of your brain. When they train you in a drawing, they activate the art part of your brain. So if you grow up among people who know how to dance like me, there is, there is a part in you which gets activated yeah. and you begin to dance like me. Because many people who grow up in a part where they don't know how to dance. <laughs> Even angels, they look aside <laughs> when they see you dancing. <laughs> it, the, the ability to dance is in you. It's inborn. Everything is within you. It's inborn. But it has just never been activated. So you have got an ability to speak my mother tongue. It's in you. 
but it has never just been what? Activated. It's in you. You die with it. And in fact, it has been proven that if the best of humanity, they only use 10% of their potential on earth. 90% goes to waste. Are you hearing me? Why? It's because there's no activation. There's no activation. Are you hearing me? So when you become born again, we need to understand that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You need to understand when you become born again, you are born by the genome of God. Oh, yes. The genes of God, they get imparted into your spirit. But for you to begin to walk in the reality of that divine nature that you have in you, you require activation. Someone say activation. Activation. Now, activation happens in different ways. One, accidentally you stumble on it. I'm telling you, by chance. You never knew you were good at something. You stumble on it. Mm, you go on. Wow. I didn't know I was good at this. Some of you they, act, you, they put in a position to act. And then they discover the one who is acting is just acting. He's not, not doing it, but he's just acting. He's actually better than the owner of the position. So they channel in that direction. Are you getting me? That's accidental discovery. Number two, you get activated by observing the real thing. So you find that when I start dancing here, you go home, you hear, you are watching the service again. You are by yourself in your bedroom. You have even locked the door so that the people should not see you. <laughs> and the curtain too you have closed. And you even put blinds. And you switch off the lights. <laughs> you find that as the song is playing, the way I was dancing begins to manifest in you. I don't know the hell what I'm saying. It just begins to manifest in you. And then you begin to do your little moves. Yes, I know your, your back may be so stiff. You know? <laughs> your legs may be uncoordinated. Your hands uncoordinated. But it's okay. It, something begins to rise in you by just observing. That's why children, they learn more by observation. They observe their parents. They practice it. They observe their parents. They practice it. It is that law of activation. Because the ability of the fullness of humanity is born in the child. The child is born a full package. Everything that they will ever need to function in any culture, to eat any kind of food, is inborn in them. They were never born a half human being. They were never born a quarter human being. They were born a full human being. But they never walk on the day they are born. Imagine if you were in the labor ward, your baby is born, and then the baby runs towards the door. You and the nurse are going to pass out. <laughs> You're going to pass out. <laughs> I'm seeing you dying a triple zero. Fire brigade, fire brigade. My baby is running. It never happens that way. They need to be activated. That's why a child, even if they are born with an ability to walk, but if they never see anybody walk, it is almost impossible for that child to begin to walk. 
No, you are not hearing me. Hearing you, Papa. A child who is born with an ability to speak, if they are born with a hearing impairment, where they never hear anybody speak, that child may develop speech impairment. Not because they don't have the ability to speak. It's only because they can't what? Hear. Because they have to mimic. They have to, they have to act what they're hearing. So that hearing is the activation process. They get activated. And then they practice, they get good at it. Are you hearing me? Yes, so Papa. when we talk about activation of the grace, we are talking about a principle by which things that God has deposited in your life, which have been dormant all these years, they have been in you but dormant all these years, they get activated. They come alive. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. The Papa. day you became born again, you were born a total package. You can be anything that you want to be by the grace of God. You can do all things through Christ who what? Who graces you. He gives you the ability. He strengthens you to do it. What was he talking about? He says, I can fast. I can go without food. I can hang. I can eat. I can drink. But you see what? In whatever circumstances, I've learned to be content with who I am. Why? Because that grace enabled him to go through the different situations without any problem. Are you hearing me? In whatever circumstances, he was imaged on the top. So most of you here, you became born again many, many years ago. But you were there as a church goer. All you knew was to go to church and come home. You knew you go to church and come home. And then you could quote verses from the Bible. The Bible says, I am healed. The Bible says, I am a royal priesthood. The Bible says, I am the head and not the tail. The whole time you are a tail, you are busy working. You are a tail. The, the Bible says, I am the head. And not, or the whole time you are under circumstances. I'm not talking to someone right here. The Bible says, oh, the devil is under my feet. The devil is under my feet. The whole time you are under the feet of the devil. Are you hearing me? But when grace gets activated in oh, yeah. you, there is a shift. There is a change which begins to take place in Amen. your life. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yes, when you come in an environment of activation. Yes. Mm, oh, yes. When you come in an environment of activation. Mm. All of a sudden, something begins to rise inside oh, of you. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Something Papa. begins to rise inside of you. You say, wait a minute. I am not a chicken. I am an eagle. I can fly. Oh, yes. Say yes. Yes. Ah. Our papa. Many, many years ago, I attended a, I attended a crusade by Reinhard Bonke, the greatest, one of the greatest evangelists. In that crusade, he, say, he, he told a story. He said there was a farmer who went into the jungle and picked up the eggs of an eagle and brought them home and put them under a, a brooding chicken. So the eaglet was born together with what? Chicks. And the eaglet behaved 120% like a chick. It was pecking like a chick. It was running after a chicken like a chick. It was even making noises like a chick. But it was growing. In appearance, it was changing. It wasn't appearing like one of the chicks. It was changing. Talons were coming out. The beak was getting longer and getting bent. The wingspan was getting what? Bigger and bigger. Wider now. The, now this thing is behaving like a chick. 
but it can't keep up with the cheekiness. <laughs> that one is English. <laughs> In the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Yes, Papa. And it never flew at all. Until one day, as it was running around with the chicks, huh? now it's now growing into a chicken. Okay? An eagle was flying above. And it looked at the eagles, they love chicks. Aha. Uh -huh. So they were flying in the soul. When it looked very carefully, it discovered that one of them was not a chicken, it was an eagle. So Reinhard Bonke said, this, this big eagle started making eagle noise. And that thing heard the sound of the eagle. And it produced the eagle sound from inside of it. And when it went, the little chicks scattered. <laughs> This is an eater. This one is an eater. Stay away from this one. Are you hearing me? Now, this mother eagle, when it heard the sound, it came down a little bit. Are you hearing me? Now, the thing on the ground it began to flap its wings. Flap its wings. It wasn't going, it was heavy like a chicken. It was eating, remember, it was eating chicken food. Now, it's flying. But then it discovers something is happening. Wow. As it flaps the wings, it's now almost taking off. Almost taking off. Almost taking off. The mother eagle kept on flapping the wings. This thing, poop, 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 and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it defied the gravity. Oh, it yes. began to rise. Mm. Began to rise. Mm. Began to rise. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Until it was confident that it could fly. Oh, yes. And the farmer was looking, going, what's happening? Looked up, saw the eagle flapping the wings. Looked down, looked this thing, practicing until it took off. Are you hearing me? Yes, Papa. Are you hearing me? Yes, Papa. The devil may have holding you, may have been holding you all these years. Yes. But today, as a prophet, oh yes, I make a declaration. Oh yes. Enough is enough. Oh yes. Someone say enough is enough. Enough is enough. Say my time to fly. My time to fly has come. Has come. I am an eagle. I am an eagle and not a chicken. And not a chicken. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me? Yes, Papa. For a child of God, it is only a matter of time. Yes. I'm telling you. Oh, yes. Weeping and mourning may endure for a night. Mm. But the joy comes in the morning. Oh, yes. Things may be so tough and so difficult. Mm. But listen to me. Weeping and mourning may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Oh, yes. There comes a day and a time. Yes. When the grace gets activated in you. When that grace has been activated in your life. You begin to do the impossible. Oh, yes. You begin to go where you could have never gone before. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Say, that's my story. That's my story. You see, the greatest problem we have in the church is mm. we preach chickenish messages. And so the people in the church behave like chicken. We preach sheepish messages. And so the people in the church they begin to, be, to behave like what? Like a sheep. Brrr. 
Ah, haven't you read in your Bible that you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, oh, yes. a peculiar people, oh, yes. walking in God to show forth the glory of the Lord? Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. You are a billboard. Say I'm a billboard. I'm a billboard. You are a billboard. And you are there to show forth the splendor, the glory of your God. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Your God is not poor. Mm. Your God is not poor. Oh, yes. He owns everything, including things under the ground. Oh, yes. Say it is my portion. It is my portion. Haven't you read in your Bible? The Bible says you, when you became born again, you were meant a joint heir together with who? Oh. With the Christ. Christ. So in other words, without you, Jesus will not inherit. Mm. Without Jesus, you can't inherit. The only time you can inherit is when both of you are joined together oh, yes. as a joint heir of the whole thing. Not 50%, 50%. Oh, you together with Jesus, you own the 100%. Oh, yes. Someone say activation. Activation. <laughs> how, how many methods have I given you? Two. Method number three. Method number, you can sit down. When I am teaching. When I am teaching. Someone, someone say when my prophet is teaching. When my prophet is teaching. God told me in 2005. He said as you teach. I'm going to raise a generation of champions. Oh yes. I even have the proof of it. Mm. I wrote my notes on the 5th of May, 050505. Time was 05.55. Page number one of my notebook. God says you're going to raise a generation of champions. Oh, yes. As you teach, the word will enter them. Oh, yes. As the word enters them, the word will activate their greatness inside oh, yes. of them. Are you hearing me? Yes, You Papa. need to understand the word of God is like rain, it's like water. Mm. You take the seed, you put it into the soil. Do you know what enters the seed? It's not the soil. What enters the seed is water. Water has got a switch, has got a key of activation. It activates something that looked dry and dead. It becomes alive. It becomes alive. So as I am teaching this word of God, there's something in you that begins to rise oh, up. Yes. Am I saying the truth? Yes. Is this the truth? Yes. You Papa. see, when I'm teaching the word of God, all of a sudden, you tell the devil, listen to me, devil. You have had me all these years. But enough is enough. <laughs> Someone say enough is enough. Enough is enough. The word of God is an activator. It activates you. It activates you. The entrance of the word. So as I'm teaching you, the word of God is entering you. It activates you. So all of a sudden, you begin to manifest some things that you never knew they existed in you. All of a sudden, you find yourself in the worship team. I remember, I remember the day my son Serev came. We were at Novote Hotel in Paramata. That was probably one or second, third or second or third Sunday. Said, ah, I can, I can play a guitar. I said, you can. He said, yeah, I can play a guitar. I said, okay, bring your guitar on Sunday. 
Because that time I had to bring Nathan all the way from town. So I was moving from town to so coming here to do the service at Novotel. Remember those of us who start together? Yeah. The, he, he, said, he said, I can sing. I said, bring your guitar. I remember the day I met my son Daniel here. It was in the same Novotel. I said, you come here. I'm giving the grace of an evangelist today. You remember? I picked that one. Said, you... I'm seeing you appear in the church. I picked this one. Are you hear what I'm talking about? Yes, Papa. Are you hear what I'm talking about? Yes, Papa. So the word of God, I... Uh-huh. That now I've given how many? How many have I given you? Three. Number four, prophecy. Someone say prophecy. Prophecy. Say prophecy. Prophecy. Prophecy is an activator. It activates you. Saul, King Saul, was walking around looking for lost donkeys of his father, Kish. He was a donkey man. To be precise. If I was in Australia, I would say he was a donkey. Australians. He was a donkey. Hey, if you drive the uh, taxi, you're a cabbie. If you drive the dump truck, no, dump, the dump one. That one, that carries your dump every whatever day. A gabo. They call them gabos. Why they drive trucks which be garbage? So they are gabos. If you drive a truck, you are what? A trucky. If you love McDonald's, you are a Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Prophecy activates you. This guy was looking for lost donkeys. He meets prophet Samuel. Bang! We can't find the donkeys. What are we going to do? So the servant says, no, no, no. There's a prophet in this town. His name is Samuel. Let's go meet the prophet. So no, 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 no. We don't have anything to meet the prophet with. We need to carry something to activate prophecy. No, you're not hearing me. We need to carry what? Something, Something to what? Activate, activate prophecy. prophecy. So they picked up their little money, whatever they had, and came to the prophet. They activated the prophecy. Bah! Samuel activated. Eyes opened. Hey! Says you. You need to meet me um, at the, at the um, feast. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So he came to the feast. There received his prophecy. That you're going to leave this place. As you go, you're going to meet people they are carrying bread. They're going to give you bread and wine. As you go, you're going to meet a bunch of prophets. They are prophesying. The spirit of God is going to come upon you. And you're going to be activated. You're going to prophesy like one of them. <laughs> That's why the most dangerous person is the son of a prophet or a daughter of a prophet. Because this thing which I carry, it's getting imparted on you. Oh, yes. As you sit and listen to a prophet, whoever receives a prophet in the name of a prophet, oh, yes. receives a prophet reward. Receive it! I receive. Jesus' name. <laughs> So prophecy activates. 
How many have I given you? Four. Number five. Someone say association. Association. Someone say association. Association. The people you associate with, they activate something in you. Either in the positive or in the negative. If you associate with mediocre people, they activate mediocrity. And you become the chief of the mediocrity yourself. <laughs> the people you associate with, you catch what they have. If you associate with just broken people, broken people, broken people, guess what? Brokenness becomes your portion. Someone said, disconnect. I disconnect. That's why being among people, the kindred spirit is very important. Because there is an activation that takes place by association. Oh, yes. The Bible says when he saw met the group of prophets, the spirit of God came upon him and he began to prophesy. And when people looked at him, they said, no, 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 no. Is he so among the prophets? What is going on? And then he saw one day or so angry with him. David wanted to kill him. David ran away to the prophet, Samuel. So, so goes, ah! The guy has run away. Where is he? They told him, no, no, he has gone to where the prophet is in Ramah. So Saul sent soldiers to capture David. So when the soldiers came, in the atmosphere of the prophetic, they were activated. They began to prophesy. They began to prophesy. The king is waiting. And going, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can I have a cup of tea? They are not coming. Finish cup of tea. Can I have a coffee? Finish cup of coffee. They are not coming. He sent another group. When they entered the atmosphere of the prophetic, they began to prophesy. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> he sent another group. When they entered the atmosphere, they began to prophesy. He said, ah, let me go myself and see what is going on. So he went there. When he entered the atmosphere, he began to prophesy took off his clothes, laid naked the whole night, prophesying naked. <laughs> the whole night. Until morning. <laughs> Please don't see visions. Don't see visions. <laughs> Can I go deeper there? No deeper. Okay, I will stay on the shallow side. <laughs> Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey. Hey. How many have I given you? Five. Five. Number six. The word of God. It is an activator. The word of God. Not when I'm teaching it, when you are reading it. When you are reading it with revelation, you get activated. Why now this is the secret? Why is it that there are some passages in the Bible that you love most than the others? Why? Why? Someone say, why? Why? It's a secret. There are some passages written to you as a person. Written about you as a person. These are your personal passages. Are you hearing me? So the better you know them, it will help you a lot. The sooner you discover them, it will help you a lot. Are you hearing me? You need to know which are my passages. So me, when I was studying the scripture, I stumbled on Hosea chapter 4, verse number 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. 
Ah! And then I bumped into Habakkuk 2.14. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. When these two verses bumped into each other, boom, I heard a nuclear bomb go off. I said, give me this mountain. I'm going to take over Australia. I'm going to take over Asia Pacific region. I'm going to take over the globe. Are you hearing me? Someone say yes. Yes. It activates you. So some of you when reading the Bible, you just read. Now I'm giving you the secrets. You need to understand which verses activate you, which verses resonate with you. Those verses, study them very carefully. There's something in you that connects to that particular scripture. There's just a connection. You don't even understand what it is. It's just a connection. How many have I given you? Six. Number seven. Impartation. Someone say impartation. Impartation. Say seven. Seven. Is impartation. Impartation. Impartation is when a grace carrier, a grace carrier, a grace carrier, someone who carries the grace, touches you and imparts, imparts, imparts that grace to you. And it comes on you from that day forward. Someone say impartation. Impartation. Now, impartation is a shortcut. Impartation is a what? Shortcut. Shortcut. Things that would have taken you 20 years to achieve. By impartation, it comes on you right that very moment. Oh, yes. You receive it. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Someone say impartation. Impartation. Now, you can't go to someone who is broke looking for financial grace impartation. It will not work. You only receive brokenness. If you are sick, you can't go to someone who doesn't have the healing grace and ask for impartation. No, if you do that, you come back empty-handed. Impartation is a shortcut. Something that has taken me so many years to acquire it. You know, people have got this nonsense talk. The gospel is for free. The Bible says, free I have received. Free I give. <laughs> Tell them, go give yours. Mine, I'm keeping it. (laughs) Who said it was for free? The thing is free, but it's not for free. The gospel is free to everybody, but it is not for free. Someone has to pay the bill for the thing to be free. Is that correct? Yes. Someone has to foot the bill so that the recipient can receive it, what? Free of charge to the person. But somebody paid the price. Somebody, I'm telling you, somebody paid what? The price. So nobody should cheat you. The Bible says, freely you have received, freely give. And only people who don't have it are the ones who speak that way. (laughs) Anyone who has it knows there's a price. Someone say impartation. Impartation. Impartation is the 
shortcut. I've labored to be where I am. I have fasted to be where I am. Some of the fasts I can't even tell you. Because I ended up in the hospital. Yeah. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, huh? God, where are you? Ambulance. I'm like, no, don't, don't make noise. My neighbors will hear. But unfortunately, they have to do those lights and pick me up in the hospital. Fasting. That was day number, day number, was that day number 40? Day number 40. First, that's why I tell people, don't try. Don't do it at home. Yeah. I don't want to hear funny stories. I've been there, I came back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's anointed, he's anointed. Do you know where, what I went to do? Get this anointing. Do you understand? The mountains had to climb to be where I am. Do you understand? Someone say impartation. Impartation. So impartation removes all that work that I did. And I just give it to you. Bang. And then you receive it. And then you begin to enjoy it. Ah! Someone say ah! Ah! So impartation is the shortcut. When God was about to increase Moses, he told Moses, can you choose leaders? Hmm? Choose what? Leaders who can help you the work. And I'm going to come down. And I'm going to take of the spirit who is upon you. God is a spirit. God is a what? Why didn't he just come and impart spirits on all the, the 70 people? He says, I'm going to take the spirit on you. And I'm going to give to the 70. And the Bible says each one of them, when they received, they began to prophesy. They began to prophesy. And there were two people who were in the camp who didn't come where God was. God just went. <laughs> Impartation took place wherever they were. They began to prophesy. And some young people came to Moses. Moses, we heard this and this prophesying in the camp. Can you go and stop them? Moses, hey, 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 hey. Are you jealous on my behalf? I wish everybody could prophesy. Are you hearing me? Someone say impartation. Impartation. So if God could not start a new thing, could not release a new spirit, but had to come to Moses and take what was on Moses and give to the people, where do we get the theology today that we can just go begin to dig things everywhere? God is a conservative God. Can I say that again? God is a what? Conservative, Conservative God. God. That's why he depends on impartation. That's why when he saw your value, when he saw your value, when he saw your value, are you hearing me? Yes. When God. he saw what? Your value. Someone say, my value. My value. When he saw your value, he brought you a prophet, not only to be your pastor, or your evangelist, or your apostle, or your prophet, or your teacher, but to become a father to you. Oh, yes. 
Are you hearing me? Yes. Why? There is a secret behind it. Someone say, what is the secret? What is the secret? The secret is simple. It shall come to pass in the last days. I shall put my spirit upon you all flesh. But God changes the tune. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. He doesn't say all flesh shall prophesy. He says your sons and your daughters, daughters shall prophesy. So God is very clever. He understands the laws of the spirit. That in the spirit what attracts impartation is father, son, father, daughter relationship. That's why when you became born again, God didn't, didn't call you his uncle or his niece or his nephew. I let it sink. Because some of us, we, are, we want to be God's auntie. Aunties to God. <laughs> and we fit that description. <laughs> no! When you become born again, he says you are my child. Why? Because there's a law in the spirit. It's called a law of inheritance. It can only operate on a father-child relationship. Nothing else. It's a law of inheritance. You inherit. You inherit. What I am becomes yours. Catch it in the name of Jesus. I receive. Receive in the mighty name of I Jesus. Receive. Someone say impartation. Impartation. Very powerful. So when Elisha, Elisha, that prophet Elisha, who raised the dead with his dead bones, needed to be a prophet, God had to activate him by who? Elijah. Even your savior. I'm talking about your own, only savior. The one you call Jesus Christ, that one. Had to be activated by John the Baptist. Ah, you are not even hearing what I'm talking about. I am hearing, Papa. It was a process of impartation. When he came to that river Jordan, all you know is a story about the river Jordan. You need to open the eyes of your spirit to see the story there. What are they talking about? It's a principle in the realm of the spirit. That, someone say that. That. That Jesus needed a journey to activate him. He activated him. Elisha needed an Elijah to activate him. He activated him. A Joshua needed a Moses to activate him. He activated him. A David needed a prophet Samuel to activate him. He activated him. So Christians are walking around, they are locked, not yet activated. So they know the verses, they can tell the stories, they can chant, they can chant all the verses in the Bible. But nothing is moving in their lives. No change, no transformation. Year after year, until they master religion, they become masters of religion. They will tell you our service starts at two minutes past nine. Because the first two minutes, the media plays it. And at exactly quarter to 12, the pastor says, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> They've become masters of what? 
religion. They know how to practice the religion thing. They've never been activated. When they preach, they preach closed messages which cannot activate anybody. When I teach, I teach open messages which open up your life. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. Someone say activation. Activation. So why am I talking about activation of grace? It's a simple principle. Ephesians. Did I read the Bible today? <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 1 to 7. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you. That you walk worthy of the vocation with your God. With all holiness and meekness. Uh-huh. With all with loneliness the, uh -huh. and meekness. Uh -huh. With long suffering, uh -huh. bearing one another in love. Uh -huh. one, two, endeavoring, three, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Uh -huh. There is one body and one Spirit, mm -hmm. even as equal in one hope of your calling. Mm -hmm. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Mm -hmm. One God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Unto every one of us, everybody has been given what? Grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So, each one of us has been given grace. But the amount of the grace given to you is controlled by the gift of Christ. So if God sees a bigger gift of Christ on your life, the bigger grace is raised on you. Are you hearing me? Now that grace needs to be what? Someone say activated. Activated. You are a carrier of grace. That's why I said our problem is we look inside the church. We need to look outwards from this day forward. Because we are a carrier of grace. You can tell someone that Jesus died for them. You can tell someone that Jesus loves them. And that person will become born again. Am I talking to someone right here? Oh, yes. Hey. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey. Hey. There's grace available. I'm telling you. If you are not walking in grace, you are walking in grass. From this day forward. From this day forward. I will walk. I will walk. Only in grace. Only in grace. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Today. Today. Activate me. Activate me. By the power. By the power. Of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au. And follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings. And it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.